This is the Halftime Oranges podcast, brought to you by Keegs and Dickie. Hey bud, how's it going? Good man, good man. Got a day off today. Yeah, have you been booted from the company or something? That was my first thought straight away. Yeah, there's not enough there's not enough vans um for us all to work, so I've been given the tap on the shoulder to uh have a day off. Not too sure why. Is is there a coincidence that you've been given the day off? There's not enough vans. Uh also in line with the fact that you crashed a van a few weeks ago. Yeah, look, I didn't ask the question. Uh, I thought to myself, why am I be giving this day off? And then sort of thought, oh, it could be a reason. But I left it. I didn't press them. I needed a bit of a bit of a recuperation day. Regather the yeah, thoughts. Yeah, well, you, you don't need to ask that question if you don't really want to know the answer, do you? It's, a, it's nah. not necessary. Apparently, it was apparently it was a lease fan, and um, it was going to go back to the lease company the next week because it was done so many k's. So I think the company got a the lease company got a um a good deal out of it because they would have got a whole new van on insurance. <laughs> yeah, timing is impeccable. <laughs> and and yesterday I had to have this van and it had like this oil light warning on it. In Dutch, I asked the guy and I was like, "Oh, do I need to like?" worry about this or check this and he's like oh it says do a manual oil check so i was like oh yeah the mechanic i am hands on i popped the hood took a little bit to find the lever on the mercedes didn't know where it was but got it open and then pulled out the oil stick thing and like the oil stick thing was like had all the oil up it you know what i mean like it looked like there's oil in it and then i was like oh pretty sure you're supposed to wipe it maybe and then recheck it so i went and so i got some handy towels like wiped it clean Put it in, had a wee play around, pulled it out, dry, nothing. Well, that can't be right. Put it in again, done it up, pulled it out, nothing. I was like, jeepers. And then I was like, this thing needs to go to the garage, it needs some oil. So I spent the first 40 minutes of um, my day taking the thing, the van to the, the garage, and the guy um, topped it up from dead empty with oil. So in light of the crash, I've in fact saved the company another van by not driving that one without any oil that day because I reckon it would have it would have blown to pieces that would have been uh, 100%, real it, would have. <clears throat> 100% so, it would have 100% can you can you walk me shit. through how this uh how this crash happened please for the listeners I, I briefly uh, I'm briefly aware so I'm turning I'm at an intersection and it's got and I'm turning left it's through, through a through a T through a T intersection and I'm turning mm-hmm. left through it. So for the for the listeners' note, you're you're driving on the right hand side of the road, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I Just am, to yeah, clarify, yeah. yeah. And then I'm going, I'm going through, turning left. So I've got to go across the intersection to the other side. And there's traffic lights. So there's straight cars next to me, and I've got my own left turning arrow. And I've come to a stop at the lights because it's red. And then um, the straight light's gone green. And I've just thought, you know, long day. I haven't really paid attention, really, I guess. I've switched off. It was literally, I could see where, you can see our work building from where the intersection is. It's that close. 
and the front the straight one's gone green and i've just gone and it was a big big double trailer truck turning left from the other side so but he was obviously on a red arrow so i couldn't see any of the cars behind him so i went thinking it was all good because i couldn't see any cars coming in then as i went old barnacles there's a few cars flying down here and i've just slammed the brakes on and just gone bump into the side of this car it's gone into a bit of a tree um and that was that yeah barnacles so, uh, it definitely was your fault oh 100 yeah but the cops didn't come the cops didn't come and um haven't heard anything of it so i was told I, was, I messaged him, I said, I've had a crash. And then they literally like didn't reply. And then they just said 8.30 tomorrow. <laughs> I, was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, but apparently I heard the, uh, yesterday at work, um, one of the guys who's like a planner said that that crash, that crash has happened like five times in the last year, that exact same incident. So it's not uncommon. <clears throat> No, it's not. Boys are just uh, boys under the pump too much at work, eh? Yeah, too that could have been it. for fellas, you know? Mm. I was just excited to get back to work, back into the factory. So that was that was, that was the guts of it. But how's your little yeah. wagon going? It, uh, mate, goes good, you know? It gets me from A to B. Just a, just a nice, tidy wee reno that the club gifted to me for my, while I'm here. Um, Does it rattle? Looks like a rattle. No, nah, it doesn't actually, but I tell you what, like, well, the roads over here in Italy are fucking, all the country roads are horrific. Yeah, like, yeah, the people video, can, the people complain about the roads, yeah. Dreadful. <clears throat> that's like, that's you just as you're coming into Calvasano. When you're going out, it's even worse, and then obviously you get onto the main highways, it's sweet, but fucking first week here, had a wee puncture in the tyre. Luckily, I'm a handyman. I can change it over pretty easily. But I was like, every time I'm going over those, I'm like, fucking hell, I need to get on the brakes here. I don't want another tire going. <laughs> Dude, so you've had a flat. I was going to say, there must be cars all along the motorway, all along the street. Oh, that's what I've, I haven't seen anyone else having to fix a flat. But I'm like thinking, fucking hell, surely this happens to cunts like once a week. <laughs> but it's, but uh, um, from, the, the little, little car's well. good, bro. Yeah, it runs well. I tell you, I had it up to... Uh, Going one thirty the other day because that's one of the legal uh, speed limits on the highway, and it's doing about four thousand revs. And I thought, fuck <laughs> this little thing it is humming. It is humming. <laughs> the what does it cost to fill up? Fuck, I've just been putting in like twenty euro in it every like fortnight almost because I oh, do you not, I don't do you really have to use it that much. Nah, like when I go to the gym in the mornings, well midday or whatever i usually walk there then walk home and then i just take it to training at night just because it's dark and shit but that's like it's literally a two minute drive and then i go to the supermarket like once or twice a week which is like a 10 minute which is like 10k there 10k back like so i use a fucking really do you have an ox <clears throat> no, i just take the wee yui boom buddy oh you need to get on yeah. the ox brother i don't i don't bro it's like a 98 so i don't even know if the if it has an ox, like, I haven't really checked, to be honest. Ox, but it's ox, got, yeah. There's, no. a nice little, there's a nice little slot. You just slip, slip the Yui Boom in there, get it humming. Usually you have a CD player? Or a bit of music. Yeah, it does. But it kept floating about in the glove box. But a now, t- now 24? 
They were classics, though, the old Nows. They were good <clears> stuff, classics. They were. Oh, yeah, so you're tracking well, tracking well on the wagon. And of you played the other me. week. Well, you didn't talk me through how... You, you scored a try. Um, I did. The Red Sea parter, but what was... Was that <clears> your first <throat> game? No, no, that was my third game. That's my third game for the club. Oh, I've already... Are you guys winning? That was our first win, actually. Where do you we had, sit on the table? Uh, I think we're in fifth at the moment. Out of? Nine. Oh, so not too bad. Game. Yeah, I believe so. We lost. So the first game that I was here for, we played the second best team in the comp. And to be fair, we should have beaten them. Like, there's no way they're that much better than us. I feel, I feel like the boys... A real like oh like yeah we're playing like the second best team like they're really good sort of thing. It's almost like they almost, they they don't back themselves in a way and like we go and play them oh, yeah. like fuck boys like they're not even that good like it's almost sort of putting them up on a pedestal in a way. Um, yeah, that's the and then the second week, the second week we played I think the third team, and fuck we just lost to them as well. Like so boys have been had close ones, but it was nice to get a win on the weekend. Um, that. Team was sort of a bit of a step down. There are a couple of spots behind us, but you could sort of see the difference between that team compared to the two better teams that we've played so far. Do you do you know much about the? Uh, you know how you've got the URC, correct? It's a bit of a vague question here, or well, not really, but relevant, I think. You got the URC. There's isn't there one? There's like a championship one below that. Is that right? Yeah, correct. <clears throat> so it's like and, initially. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like the che- I only found out that the cheaters are in that one, like the South African team, because apparently they've got to have a base in Europe or something, so they're going to be based out of Amsterdam for some of their games next year. But what is the? Do you know what that competition's called? Wait, the one that the cheaters are in? Yeah, they're not in the. They're not in the URC. They're not in the no like Munster and stuff. Uh, I don't have a clue then, actually, because all, all I know is that obviously. <clears throat> there's two Italian teams in the URC and then here in Italy they have a comp called like the top 10 um, which is just Italian teams but I oh yeah and you're not I, in that I one. thought nah so we Calvisano was in it last year and then they they stepped down so we're in the one below that um, which is why did I they, think there's quite a range between down, the teams did they step down um, voluntarily yeah correct I believe it might have been just like financial reasons. Apparently it cost quite a lot to stay up into that top comp. And I think maybe their president passed away last year. So they decided to step down, just sort of go through a couple of years of rebuilding, I think. And then once the once it strengthened up, go back up. Because this team's young, bro. The average age is like 23. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> like they're real young. So... Give it a few years and my like, boys might be pretty handy. The, um, I thought the, the Cheetahs played in the Curry Cup. They do, but I was talking to a South African in my team the other day. So they're playing the Curry Cup, which is like the mm. NPC for them. And then they yeah. play in, oh, this is what it's called. It's called the it's called the EPCR Challenger Cup. Oh bro, that's just the that's the equivalent to the Champions Cup, Investic Champions Cup. And what's the that what's that? <clears throat> the Champions Cup, like what Munster play like is Northampton. That the, Heineken, the old is that the old Heineken <clears throat> Cup? 
Yeah, and then the the Challenge Cup is like for the teams that don't make the uh, Champions Cup. It's like the Div Two comp of it, just so everyone's yeah, still involved. Z- Z- zebra, zebra. Yeah. How do you say that? Zebra. <clears throat> I think zebra, zebra. It's zebra, not zebra. So, so are dragons. I'm yeah, a couple, exactly. other, couple other ones that I've never heard of. Oh, if you... yeah, so, so is that? So I think they literally just play in the Curry Cup then, and then the Challenger Cup. But the Challenger Cups uh, going on at the moment, or like, well, they they've played in January. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 spread out over like I, I think the finals are like fucking June or something. I could be wrong there. I've still got or a April. couple couple yeah. games to it, go. It's only up to the round of sixteen now. For the, got for the, the Champions 16. Cup. Yeah, but the Challenge yeah, Cup will be similar-ish. Challenger I'll, Cup's I'll only got four. six teams. Oh, six left. Nah, six teams is. in pool one. Because it's... Oh, yeah, there's only three pools, though. Because I believe it's... So, like, if... So, with the Champions Cup, there's, like, five or six teams in each pool. Must be six. The it's like the fifth team will go back if they they so they won't qualify for the round of sixteen right they'll then go down to the challenge cup and play in the challenge cup finals. That's sort of a bit random, but weird. <clears throat> what I'm just looking at yeah. the challenge cup now. So I've got so you said there's oh yeah, there's eighteen clubs and three pools of six, and then. Four yeah. highest ranked clubs in each pool qualify for the knockout stage. And then, yeah. so the round of 16 for that is the um, 5th, 6th, and 7th of April. Oh, so they don't play again until April, so... God, yeah, that's like what bloody, I mean. Sounds like bloody stitch-up for the poor old cheaters not being in the URC. Are they, are they the only South African yeah. team that's not? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Oh, the final for that's at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That'd be sick. Probably that stadium's lit. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, that was just my. Fair, that was just a question I had. Yeah. I thought you'd know, but that's sort of helped out my understanding. And that Italian team, that um, Brierton or Brierton, they're going all right, are they? Well, they had top of the table clash against Leinster, and they sort of got drilled. Benetton, Benetton, Benetton. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they had a top of the table clash, but like tough for them because. I'd say, I think half their front row, yeah. yeah. Well, and well, Leinster's obviously got way more depth, but like Italy, yeah. their Benetton side, I think half their front row starts, uh, half their forward pack starts for Italy, and then half their back start for Italy as well. So they were sort of always going to be a bit like that. The first half was a lot closer than I was expecting, to be honest. They um, yeah, blew out in the it was end. Was close though. at halftime. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but no, Benetton's actually going fucking good. Benetton and Glasgow. Um, yeah, good to see Josh's like, team hissing. Yeah, how about how about Joshy fastest try in uh, URC history now? What a man! Is that in history? It was it. Yeah, that that try was, that he got it off was the wicked. Yeah, that was fucking hot. Eh? It looked sort of weird. The guy just sort of it looked like it was one of those ones where he thought the other guy sort of had him, so he just let him go and then yeah. gone. I I almost think when you look at it, I'm I'm sort of surprised it didn't get pulled up for like a bit of obstruction. Because he like kind of just runs into like his own guy, 
well, he kind of runs in for to two of their players, but his own guy's fucking standing like right in the way as well. And then Josh just like s- slips through, like you say, like the guy oh, yeah, like, can, him. Well, they can't just they can't just disappear. <laughs> yeah, but it can, it's that's what obstruction's called, mate. You know. Jeez, he went from zero to hundred in about three like three milliseconds, didn't he? Jeez, he's Bro, his acceleration is fucking cooked, like. Absolutely, he must stood be, that, yeah. stood the winger up, and then just whoever that cut was coming across may as well have just <laughs> not even tried. <laughs> he must be like one of the fastest guys off the mark. I'd say in the URC, let alone Glasgow. He used to score some beauties for Canterbury. Man, he would score mm. some beauties. I wonder if he'll ever. I wonder if he'll come back after his. Um, I wonder if he'll come back for Super Rugby after his contract's up because. Jeez, they could do with some outsides in like, in a couple of the teams. You could definitely sneak a starting spot, in you my could, opinion. Uh, who the... Wow, jeez, he'd have to be... He could surely easily go back to the Landers. Like, fuck. Oh, well, and should we have... Well, let's just have a look. We'll have... Who were the Landers big... this week? Moana. So it should be a bit Moana of a Moana Pacifica. Yeah, correct. They have got Nariki. Jonah Nariki's actually gun on the left wing yeah, for them. And then they've got Jimmy, Jimmy the Jet. So yeah. they've actually got... Wow, like, good, oh, um, who have they got at the back? They have oh, got... Jacob. Natavuki uh, Naki Nikins. I'll fucking botch that, definitely. Well, I'm glad you did, not me. Yeah, he goes good though, doesn't? Didn't he play with Taranaki? Yeah, Naki, and he was with the Blues for a few years. Yeah, so I think he, I think he moved, he moved down south sort of probably to get a get a chance, and well, he's got the starting jersey at the moment. So yeah, well, should, what's the first game? Should we have a look at the first game of Sub Rugby? It is nice Chiefs Crusaders. How do you um, yes. before we before we go into the games, bro? You want to, well, I'd say predict the season, season winner, but I know you're probably going to say the fucking Crusaders anyways, but. Well, what about a t- what about doing a t- top eight? Ooh, top eight, shit. What, stand, what, what is it? How many teams are there? It goes to quarterfinals, isn't it, I think? Yeah. There's only, did you know there's only like 12 teams? I only kind of clicked the other day. It's like fucking back to the old Super 12 days. Oh, they were good days. Super 14, I think, was the peak pinnacle for me. When it was Super yeah, 14. I fully agree. That was the pinnacle. Was, was Super 15 when they... Was that when they brought in the Sunwolves? Nah, nah, nah. That was... That was just Super Rugby, I think. I think it was... Yeah. I think the Super 15, didn't they bring in the extra... Was that when South they... South African team? Or, the, or was it in, when the Rebels came into the fold? Yeah, I'm not actually 100% sure on that, but yeah, it could have been the Rebels. Well, it would have been, would have been the four typical. Oh, well, it would. Four, yeah. five. It would have been one of the, either the, well, either way, it would no, have been South, 14. Would have been the been, yeah, you're right. It would have been the Rebels, yeah. I think. Fuck, they must have had a few, Super Rugby must have had a few teams in its like, because then they had the, they had the Hagiwaris and the Sunwolves. Don't forget don't the don't if... forget the don't forget the old cats. Cat, those are fucking years ago. And the lions. They have a game of the lions. Charles Spencer around, played yeah. for the cats. Did he? 
Yeah, late in his career. All right, well, I'll give you my top eight, shall I? Do you want it in order? No, I, I won't be able to give a top eight in order off the top of my head, I don't think. But... Nah, fuck, go in order. Go in order. Fuck it, why not? Okay, okay. Now, this is going to hurt me to say, but I've had a look at the squads earlier this week, and um, and big news coming out of the Canterbury region with Will Jordan being out for the season. Um, oh, that's just a dagger, which I'm finding interesting. And in your opinion, mm. um, do you think... Because he's obviously played the World Cup final and then they've had, what was that? So that's like, was that November? December, January, February. November, yeah. So it's had like three and a half months until the announcement this week that he's having surgery and he's out for the season. Now, do you think it was pushed by the medical... I would like to know whether the New Zealand rugby medical staff, the All Black staff runs that rehab on the shoulder. Now, considering, in my mind, he's probably, if you're naming a starting 15 for the All Blacks with the ones that have left, he's probably one of the first three names that are put on the piece of paper, right? In my opinion. Yeah. So he's obviously one of, he's one of the best All Blacks. So do they run the, do you think they run the, they run the rehab on that shoulder or do they hand it over to the Crusaders medical staff? Because they're all under contract from New Zealand Rugby Union. I believe that's how it's structured. Hmm to do that, to make that decision about whether they're going to rehab him without surgery? Or do you also think that Mr. Jordan was given the option to um, choose whether to have surgery or whether to try to have surgery, I mean, try and rehab it without surgery? Because it seems interesting to me that they've waited three and a half months before ruling him out for the season. Especially when you've got June... <clears throat> The June tests. I would have thought that you would have wanted him right for the June tests. Yeah, I, because obviously so Super has like their little preseason in uh, like late November, early December, but most of the All Blacks boys aren't involved in that. So I would have assumed that it would have been under like the All Blacks uh, going through his rehab for that, and then. I would have thought it would have been reassessed again in January at the first All Blacks camp, um, especially if it's a pre-existing injury from last year. So I don't know whether I'm thinking like I wouldn't like to think that they would have given him the option because that doesn't make sense. If you've got a medical professional, then giving the player the option, like surely they would have fucking been like, we sh- we really yeah. should be doing this. So I'm thinking yeah. maybe they didn't think it was as bad. Let's just rehab it. And then a few months down the track, they've, it hasn't got any better. But like, I, I still feel like that's what almost poor player management. But unless like another, unless it just he had a, like an incident and it just uh, re-aggravated or something, and yeah, and then they were like, "Fuck, we just got to get in there with the knife." Yeah, maybe that that, that surely that sounds more realistic because knowing him playing, obviously playing a bit of Colts footy with the big man. Um, and he had the issues where they couldn't diagnose when he when he had his head issues. They couldn't diagnose that for ages. So, and that I'm I'm sure that was frustrating for him. So, yeah, I think he wouldn't have made the decision to just. That doesn't quite make sense to me. But I don't know. It's interesting. I'd love to know what sort of occurred there. They don't give much away, do they? No, they never do. 
Not as many leaks as the NRL. Oh, the NRL is so good for that though. Fuck, it's so Just, good. There's bro. some some leak in there's a leak in some club. There's always Someone's... a leak. The NRL is just like a big old sieve. Story, story just leak <laughs> out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> like, everyone get just word or something. Hey, yeah, it's exactly that. And anyways, anyways. I'm just trying to... Back... Oh, yeah. Sorry, go. Go. Oh, sorry. I was just wondering, because it was just before we get into it, I was wondering what had happened to the bloody... Where David Harvilli's been? Uh... And big Ethan Blackadder. But I'm just reading an article now that Ethan Blackadder uh, has got a calf injury set to miss the first three or four matches. Um, And then David Harvelli is making the return after an extended break and will only be available for selection from the second round. So that makes a little bit more sense now. So it's good to know that Mr. Harvelli, because I think Harvelli's... Jeez, he's got a lot on his shoulders is all I'm saying for the boys this year. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, my eight looking at the squads yeah. and with a few injuries and this this like hurts me to say like hurts me to say but I think the Chiefs will finish top yep um, I think oh I hate the Blues actually Crusaders two no, in fact, let me think, let me think, let me think. Now, I'm going to throw a wild card in there, actually. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Hurricanes 2, Crusaders 3. Oh, fucking, um, a bit of fucking respect, mate. Blues 4. And, like, I was, I was going to put the Blues at 2 there, but um, Patrick Tupelodi broke his jaw in preseason, and I'm not sold on their second row. Uh, at set piece. So if he was still there, I think I would have put them at two, but I think Stephen Perifetta is going to have a blinder and be sort of the new, he's going to, he sort of reminds me a little bit of um, Mawanga and sort of some of the things he can do. So I reckon he'll have a blinder of a season, but I hope that's uh, anyway. just because of his skin colour. Chiefs, no. <laughs> no, I don't see colour, mate. Um, Chiefs, Canes, Crusaders, Blues, and then oh, Jeepers, Brumbies will be in there. Um, Brumbies will be in there at f- five. Oh, God, it's sounding a bit dodgy now already. Brumbies at five. And then... Oh, Landers. I'm, I don't know how this Reese patch was going to go at 10 for the Landers, but I'm going to take a punt and put the... I'm going to put the Reds at six, the Landers at seven, and then the draw at eight. Mm. With that meaning Moana Pacifica misses out, the Tars misses out, the Rebels miss out, and the Force miss out, which is, you know, just another day at the office for those lads. <clears throat> Waratah's missing out? That's an interesting one, to be fair. Well, the Reds are, the Reds are favourites this week, I heard. Up at Sunday. Yeah. Um, so that's that's all I'm going off, really. I haven't looked at any of those squads. So big no, from round I one. Give a fuck from about, round one odds. I couldn't give a shit about the Aussie teams. I don't think the Aussies give a shit about the Aussie teams, in all fairness. Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, for my top eight, I would be... Oh shit. Uh, I'm going to go Blues one, Chiefs two. Uh I think I'll have to go Crusaders 3. I'm actually going to put 
Uh, am I? Nah, huge call. I'm going to put Highlanders at four. Oh, Canes at five. Call. And then I'll put the Reds at six, Drew seven, and then the Tars at eight. Tars at eight. I think. Yeah. I think okay, I know it was only preseason and whatnot, but like the Highlanders, I personally, again, it was only preseason, but the Highlanders probably looked the best out of all the all the teams, uh, all the New Zealand teams in preseason. I reckon. Okay. Probably okay. their probably their depth will be their biggest issue, but you never know; they've done it before. Alrighty. Do you want to do some picks this week? <sighs> um. Of of head to head games, yeah, yeah, sure thing. Well, I just wanted to state, you know, the Landers are paying thirty one dollars yeah. to win the comp, which I know that's a, that's a big thing, but like, and rightfully so, they've got an unproven the, ten in Super Rugby. If you've got an unproven right, ten in Super Rugby, you deserve to be thirty one dollars. The Drewer are paying less than them. Like, come on, that's outrageous. Well, the, the thing with the Drew, but you got to remember the thing with the Drewers if they win. If they win, say, two away games, they're pretty formidable at home, depending on their draw. I haven't had a look at their draw and who they've got home and away, but... Very formidable um, at home, yeah, correct. But... I mean, the, they beat the Satyrs last year at home. Yeah, they did. But, like, if you win every home game, mate, that's not... And a couple away games. It's not winning the comp, is it? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. well, that's valid. It's a valid point, but... And the Landers will be paying $31 because Will Tucker's out with a foot injury for the first couple you know, couple months. So oh, once he's I was back, wondering why he wasn't quite in the squad. I, I was that'll, wondering. I, that'll come I hope down it was injury 20, for his sake. That'll come down to about 26 bucks once he's back up and running. It won't go up? Are you sure it won't go up? won't go up to 50 Nah, nah. He's a formidable six foot seven, 123 kilo lock, mate. That's a, that's a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, picks. Um, Crusaders Chiefs. So the boys have got my Saders boys. I reckon the Saders have potentially got the best pack in the in the in the in the comp. The best Ford pack. Yeah. Did you see the age of the front row this week? I did, but that's mainly because of the reserves on the bench. And yeah, no, 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 no. Front row, starting front row, George Bauer, 31. Uh, we've got young Bell, he's 22, and then Tamati Williams, 23. And then the reserves, you've got Joe Moody, 35. Is it Quinton McDonald, 35? Yeah, see, and Owen Frank, 36. So you can't say it's the Quinton reserves. Mc- Quinton McDonald, um, I thought he was about 36 when I was 12, and it turns out he's still playing. So that was a bit of a shock to see him back in the Crusaders jerseys, but good to see him back running around the lads. Um, yeah, but you've got to remember, we're missing Fletcher Newell. I think he yeah. had a – what did he have, a toe injury? or what? God, I can't remember. Um, he should be back. We're missing Brady McAllister and Cody Taylor as well. I mean, that's not really going to do much to the age, but I'm saying that's depth no. there. That's already three other front rowers. Um, and you've got Bauer played for the All Blacks. Tomasi played for the All Blacks. Frank's 100 cap All Black. Joe Moody, he'd be, he's up there with, he'd be above 50 caps for the All Blacks. 
Kyo McDonald, a bit of a Crusaders legend from way back. Um, and then you've got Neil in All Black, Cody Taylor in All Black, and then Brandon McAllister, who's played for the All Blacks 15, coming back. So that's front row depth there. Mm. And then we've got Barrett. Barrett and Quinny Strange, good locking partner. DG, I think DG's going to have a big season. I think he's going to be the six for the Satyrs. I love um, that. But will be interesting once Ethan Blackadder comes back. Um, whether or not what happens there, actually, because that's a bit of a tough they'd, thing. They'd probably push him, push Dom back into lock, wouldn't they? Maybe, maybe put Strange oh. to the bench, potentially. Yeah, I'd take him over Strange, but whether or not they do that. Mm. Um, and then who else are we missing? We'd, I don't know where big Zachy Gallagher is. He's supposed to be... He's supposed to be bloody formidable force, but he's not there. And they got young Jamie Hanna um, on the bench. Leo Willie, hopefully. I think it's just our outside backs with um, Hall Jordan and stuff out. We've got Riz Rahan <laughs> has been given the, the keys to the bus. Yeah, that's big, man. Yeah, so I wish I him all the best. Big. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, I reckon Drummy can sometimes just be a bit slow clearing the ball from the ruck. Uh, but that's that's no issues. I, I like our it. back. I like our wingers. I reckon our wingers are epic. Maka Springer is unbelievably quick, and Sever Reese. Good to see him back Sever's on the right Sever. wing. Yeah. Um, and then my our midfield, Dal Dallas could be in for a big year at twelve. It's his jersey to sort of make his own this year. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, I think Fiaki's got a bit to prove at the back with Will Jordan now. Uh, it'd be interesting what happens he's, with David Hubbilly. I'd say Hubbilly will come back yeah. into 15 when he's fit now that Jordan's out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Levi Moore, albeit great player for Minor Pacifica, but best player on, the, on, a, on one of the worst teams. Don't take anything away from that, but uh, just hoping he's not a one dimensional player. I hope he, you know. I hope he's Jeez, just not he's, bashed. He's been bashed one of Tasman's best players for the last couple of years, mate. Fucking hell. I know that. Like, I know that. Give him a bit of respect, buddy. Jeez. Didn't he didn't he bump you? No. Not no fucking. It was actually the opposite. I put it it was one of my best ever I would say one of the best ever shots I've put on. I hit him hissing, but then and he got offload off, which was unfortunate, but it was a good tackle. I see great tackle. So did you. So I got to carry away with my Satyrs there, but that's my Satyrs run down for the year. Anyway, uh, Crusaders Chiefs, I am thinking just the only thing I think will be the difference is McKenzie at 10. Um, I really like the Chiefs back, around, back, uh, back line of McKenzie, Nono Satoro, uh, an all-black midfield, yeah. Quinter Pyre. Good to see him back. Leonard Brown, big fan of Leonard Brown at centre rather than 12, uh, personally. Yeah, Shooter Stevenson, he's a menace at the back, and Coombs family goes pretty good as well. Um I do think the Crusaders have the edge in the in the full packs though, so mm. uh, it'll I'll be interesting. There, yeah, it will be interesting. I was actually surprised uh, yeah. the name Drummond over um, Hotham. I was thinking yeah, maybe from an experience point of view, they put Drummond in there rather than Hotham and Ray Hunter, like two two young guns sort of thing. Yeah, around. yeah, good call, was, good call. Because yeah, I love Hotham as well. He's quick and he's got he's got a good running game. Like he, he just knows when to have a wee snipe and when not to sort of thing. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of having that nine A. Got to have that. Yeah, just, I, even Aaron Smith had. Aaron Smith still had that ability to dart around the edges. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I was going to, I was thinking the Chiefs at home, um, strictly because of McKenzie at 10 and their back line. But looking at the four packs, uh, yeah, I think Chiefs take it at home for sure, yeah. Head to head, like I, I head to head. If I'm if I'm going picks, I'm gonna. Jeez, oh, just hate to choose against my my saders. Hate to do it. Well, then don't just don't do it and then get it wrong. I'm fine <laughs> with that. I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is. Oh shit. Fuck me, yeah. man. It's not. Yeah. <clears throat> I seem like you're trying to work I out would, how to do algebra. All here. I'd say is I'd take. Um, let's do it this way. I would take the. I would take the Chiefs on the unders at five and negative at five and a half, five and a half under for betting for betting terms at one ninety two. But yeah, head to head, I'm thinking I will take the Chiefs on this occasion, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a great call. I like it. That's unbelievable. Well done, buddy. Sick, actually, I hope, I hope uh, the crusade. I hope the Saders proved me wrong. And um, well, I nah, hope they I'm don't. Ta- nah, I'm taking the Saders. I'm taking the Saders. I can't. I felt sick saying that. I'm taking the Saders. Never doubt the boys. Um, Brumbies Rebels. Uh, honestly, I wasn't even going to talk about the Aussie games. Oh, just a quick one. Brumbies, you, well, obviously, Brumbies. Hundred percent. Easily Brumbies. Brumbies. For sure. Yeah. Okay. 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 And then Hurricanes Force. Force. Over Bro, in Western Perth. What? Why do the Canes always have to play round one in Australia? Have you noticed that? Like the last few years? Always play no. round one in Oz. I think, wouldn't you prefer to start off in Perth rather than have to do it mid-season? Yeah, probably. Like, from a if there's one game, if there's one game in the draw you... point of view, yeah. If you, there's one game in the draw you'd want to probably start away from home and get it out of the way and not have to worry about it, it would be the force, I think. Yeah, definitely. I'd say. The Kane side, I think the Canes, yeah, Canes win that probably easily. Did you see young um, Geordie uh, is starting at nine? I'm not too sure. I did, bro. That was... Um, how, do you, how do you say his last name? I think it's uh, Violin. Geordie Violin. Could be that could be wrong. Geordie V. We'll go with Geordie V. Geordie V. I'll see South African flatties how to pronounce it. Oh, they're not here at the moment. Thank fuck. They're messy little cunts and all that. I was complaining. So South Africa's better than New Zealand. It's a shithole. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's huge. Yeah, good, on, and, good, good for him. Good on him. Yeah. Him and BC, they've played about the turbos together. So surely that connection goes all right. Yeah, it does. They've got a bloody good side. The, the Canes, I reckon, like just quietly. They always do have a good side, bar maybe the last couple of years, but like history, they've always had a great side. Always. Just quietly, they have got a a bloody good side. If their front row can bloody hold up, love, oh, they got Geordie V, BC, uh, Kenny Naholo, he looked bloody good in preseason. Geordie mm. Barrett, co captain at 12, Billy Proctor. Josh Morby and um, Ruben Love at the back, with their back reserves being Roy Gard, who's going to be, oh God, he'll light it up off the bench, I'm sure. 
Riley Higgins yeah. and um, Ray Arce on the bench. Fucking hell. Oh, and then no, Ray Arce on the bench too. Jeez. Numia Amua, Tossi Delaney, Big Izzy from Gizzy, Walker, Leoweri, Flanders, Karifi and Lakai. So <clears throat> with Brayden Yossi on the bench and uh, uh, big thanks to Max Rikidi. It's not bad actually. Do you know, is Brad Shields injured or something? Because... No, I haven't done any research on the Canes yet. He's been uh, named... Uh, I'll take a quick look. Because he was obviously named captain for the season. Uh, and wasn't named in the first squad. I thought so Jordy I thought Barrett and um, Asafra Moore were named co-captains. Uh, for, the, for the game... I don't, not for the season. I thought it was for the season. Mate, I'm pretty, no, Hurricanes will be without their returning skipper for opening week. Brad Shields' uh-huh. name, he, he's, he kept them for the season, which I thought was, like, oh, I know he's a good player and stuff, but I wouldn't have probably had him in my starting loose forward trio with the Hurricanes squad, personally. I think he'll play lock. Brad Shields at lock. I think he's played lock or four. Oh, that's probably not a bad spot. That's probably where they're probably where they're weakest, I'd say. I think he played for England, didn't he? he? Got a cap for England. Yeah, yeah, Brad. Yeah, Brad's played for England. Yeah, he's got a, got a um, couple. I think. One thing that was interesting: TJ Perinara wasn't named. <clears throat> yeah, he's actually playing in the Hunters squad. Yeah, I heard that. Um, uh, but also not not a huge surprise in my opinion. Like he's only played one game since he's coming back. Obviously got Cam Royguard. I, I guess picking Geordie over TJ is probably quite a big call. Um, but you've obviously obviously seen a lot to like in Geordie from preseason and whatnot. Was Geordie is Geordie on a full Hurricanes contract? <clears throat> I. Fuck, that's actually a great question. No, I, I don't, don't think, think he was, no. Named. No. Well, it's good to get in there. No, I don't think... He's in the door. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he, he works hard, Jordy. Like, he, he's like... Even an NPC, he's like a... He trains and everything like a full professional. So, it's sort of not, not not a surprise in a way. He's got that injury in his hand. Um, I remember him telling me we were in the gym together and he can't do bench press. He can't put any pressure on his hand. He's got so real he weak wrists, I think, eh? Or so he's got an existing injury yeah. where he can't like do press movements. Yeah. So he does bloody well, doesn't he? Mm. I think he said if he has surgery or something, it like puts him out, or it might not give him back full movement or something. So he's he's um. But he's a ten. He's not doing it. Yeah. All right. Who else have we got? What else have we got? What's the next game? Uh, Landers Moana. Oh, sorry. Yep. No, no. Blues versus the Brewer. <laughs> Uh, which yes. is four thirty. Don't fuck. Stop disrespecting the blues, man. Don't come back to bite you in the ass. I wouldn't mind taking the drill here. Oh fuck off, mate. Is it in Auckland? It there's is, no. It? It's in Auckland, bro. There's, I don't. There's no way. The, there's no way the drill would tip up the blues, buddy. For opening round, um, drill have young Izzy starting at ten as well. Oh, he's class. I think he's going to be good. When I, when I played a couple is, of yeah, games, I man. thought he was fucking epic. He had all the time in the world, albeit we're playing bloody degenerates from Taranaki. But, God, he had all the time in the world on the ball. 
Um, but the Blues have Fussy Tua, Eklund, Tataval, Sam Derry, Josh Beer, I believe, uh, Signa Satutu, who looked fantastic in preseason, Papali'i, uh, Christy Pitofeta, Plummer at 12. I'm not a huge fan of that, but uh, Ioani at 13, Clark and Talia on the wings, and then Zahn Sullivan at the back. Um, it's a good lineup, I think. It's a well balanced lineup. It is. I'm not a big. I think the only weakness in that back line, well, not weakness. I guess that's a bit rude to Harry Plummer, but I don't see him as a twelve. Have you? Uh, is he? How big is he? I've never seen him in person. Is he quite a solid lad? Are you? Have you been around him person or what? Played against all. I don't think. Uh, I think I. Yeah, I must have played him in. I might have played him in 2022. He's not very tall. He's sort of. He's kind of. Sort of like solid, I guess. Um, yeah, not very tall, but he's kind of quite compact, I guess. That's probably a good way of putting it. I like their back. Their back line does excite me with Ioani Talea. I I like Zan Sullivan. I reckon he's bloody good. And then and Clark's Clark. been looking good too, I think. Clark's just a unit with some pace and he's got some <clears> hamstrings <throat> on him. And then Perifetta's classy at 10. And Christy, Christy yeah. goes pretty good at 9 as well. I like their back line a lot, actually. I think that's one of the better ones yeah. in the competition. Definitely. I, I, yeah, I just think they're probably just missing a, missing a 12 in there. But I don't really... Unless they were to bring, like, Corey Evans in, um, I don't really know if they've got... They don't really have anyone else, I don't think. They've got AJ Lamb on the bench. AJ's good, too. But you can't really... There's no one else you could probably put And Forbes up. and Knock are the three back reserves. 5-3 yep. split. With Riccatelli. Forbes is good, too. He, he, spent, he spent a bit of time over in Glasgow. Yeah, what's well, Cole Forbes? Yeah, he's good mates with Josh, isn't he? <clears throat> yeah, he is. Yeah, good mates, actually. <laughs> he's an outside back. Yeah, yeah, he'll probably... I'd say he'll probably maybe go into fullback flat in the game. Fullback yeah, but they don't really have anyone they can slot into 12. Lamb's a midfielder, though, isn't he? Nah, AJ Lamb's wing. Can play 13. To be fair, he, he can play thirteen, but not. I've never seen him at twelve. Yeah, well, it looks like they yeah, interesting because Yuani wouldn't really play twelve, and nah. yeah, okay, okay. But uh, we'll, we'll let them sort that sort that out themselves. It'll be good. Good season for the Blues coming up. I think it'll be very good. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the lineout goes with Young Derry. Um, and uh, Derry will be um, fine. I think. How do you say think... is the other locks? Like? Beer, beer. I I don't know. I sort of just pronounce it beer. I thought maybe you know maybe it's a silent H. <laughs> okay, we'll go with silent H. I like that beer. <laughs> we'll see what the commentators say because they'll know. It. I'll have to have a listen. See how it yeah. goes. And then well, and then we've got the Derby, uh, Reds Waratahs. What do you thought? That'll probably be a good game. Is it a uh, Reds home game? Yeah, it's at Suncorp. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Reds probably take that one. Oh, you, you mentioned our favourites earlier. I haven't really looked at the squads, but... Ooh, Jordy Pataire at the back. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do like that. Tate McDermott. Obviously, Harry Wilson is good. Hunter Plasami in the midfield. Vindavalu on the wing. It's a bad <laughs> back line either, to be honest. Kicking about. <laughs> Marky Mark on the wing for the Tars, of course. Uh, Gordon at nine. 
They do, to be fair, the Waratahs do have an Australian midfield. Um, so that, that could actually be a hell of a game, to be honest. Probably, probably be the best Aussie game going this week, to say the least. They all say the Aussie teams are bad, but the Brumbies aren't bad. No, the Brumbies, Brumbies are. Get, oh, the Brumbies know how to die, well. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got that dog in them. They've sort of always been like that, eh? They've always been since like the since the Mortlock days. Stealing with the gloves. Yeah, but yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like that, they've always just been. I reckon it's because they're from Canberra. It's a bit fucking colder. It's a bit harder living down there. Well, not that the boys probably live there, but like you know, they just breed them a bit tougher down there. Almost a bit of a New Zealand itch to them. Um. Yeah, that's that's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Um, are you able to? You're not able to really do anything regarding betting, though. I'm just putting. I was just going to put a quick multi together for the listeners. Maybe. A... I think I actually can, but because I'm not contracted with NZ Rugby anymore. Oh, uh, really? But yeah, but I've never really been I'll, hugely into the gambling, so I don't really have a fucking clue what I'm doing. I, I went on to TV oh, yesterday just to look at the odds, and I was, you can do a lot on there. There's a lot you can do. I'll put it together, and then you can give me opinions on it. But yeah, there's a lot there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot you got to. There's a lot you got to take away. Cheeky one here that I've really only done it off one betting because there's so much you can do, and I didn't really have a chance to really look at all the odds. Um. This is what I reckon. Hold on. Right, so this is what I've gone with. So I've got... Uh, I better do it in order. Do it in order. First leg, Crusaders Chiefs. Just gone with four legs here. Uh, I've gone with the point start. Uh, Chiefs... Uh, on the unders at five and a half, paying one ninety two. So, do you understand the uh, overs and unders there? <clears throat> no. On the point start, so point start, you get better odds really for your head hit rather than your head heads, um, and it means that the Chiefs have a minus five and a half point start. So, essentially, they start the game in regards to that betting line. Um, at negative five and a half, and the Crusaders would yeah. start at zero. Yeah. So if the Chiefs win by more, so if, essentially if the Chiefs win by six points, they're paying a dollar ninety-two rather than rather than head to head, they're just paying a dollar fifty-two. Yeah. What what what's uh, really the difference though between putting that on and then putting on like winning between? Because what is it? One and twelve, and then twelve and over. Is that what the options are? Or 13 plus? Uh, yeah, 1 to 12 or 13 plus. I it just means that... That's that foreground, isn't it? It's a lot better. I reckon it's. I reckon that's the way, that's the way to make your money. Like last year in the Super Rugby games, the the, the Crusaders were playing Moana Pacifica in um, Auckland and the uh, point start was negative 14 um, for the Crusaders. Um, so I put a hundred bucks on it and got eighty five bucks back because obviously they're going to throw. It was I don't know what happened there, but they TV butchered the odds there. But like it's 
I reckon it's the way to make the money. So I've got the Chiefs point start at, mm. on the unders at five and a half. And then I've got the um, Brumbies point start, which is uh, on the unders at seven and a half, playing a dollar eighty-seven. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, which, geez, they should. It's always hard to know round one, though. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it is. Where it's sort of going to go. But I think the Brumbies should should easily run away with it there. And then what was my third one? I had... Sorry, this is a bit slow. Moana Pacifica on the point start. <laughs> Which was to do with... Well, I think they'll be all right. And I don't know how hissing the landers will be. It was Moana Pacifica on the overs at 12 and a half. So if they get within 12 points of the landers. Yeah, all right. And then I had Reds Waratahs. I had um, the Reds 1 to 12. So chuck mm-hmm. a fiver on that. Five bucks, that returns $83. Put a tenner on. <clears throat> and that will return... 167, that's my bet of yeah. the week, personally. I reckon it's a good one. As nice. Well. Yeah, I quite like that, actually. I quite like that. It's a, it's a nice return, too, for something that is well, fairly realistic, in a way. Yeah, the closest one, I think, will be Pacifica and uh, the Landers. Yeah. You, you might have done the Landers a little bit dirty there, I think. Well, I just don't know. They always seem to start the season a bit slow. Um. But it will be O week, won't it, down at the zoo? So, but you've got to have a leg in there that's a little bit dodgy to get the get the odds up. Yeah, you know, yeah, you've got to take a punt somewhere. It's part of gambling. Yeah. It, is. Course, it is, indeed, listeners. Yeah, well done, mate. Well done. Um, do you want to talk? I had the idea the other day of doing um top five um Super Rugby moments ever, as we or not ever, but like top five Super Rugby moments that spring to mind for both of us as we lead into round one. Yeah, yeah, I've got um, I've got my five here. Do you want to go? Do you want to go hit for hat? Yeah, go on. Uh, my first one I've got on the list. Obviously, I wasn't around at the time, but Andrew Murden's giving the bird uh, to the South African fans after he hit the drop goal is definitely up there for one of mine. I actually have that as well, and yeah. um, it's all time. That was against the Bulls. At Loftus in '99, yeah, and he just missed a he missed he missed a conversion. Whether it yeah, was, it was on the left sideline, bro. I, I saw it. Yeah. it was like five from touch, and he just pushed it wide. I think. Um, <laughs> and then he's hit that drop goal and just flapped the flapped the crowd off. <laughs> Look, double double fingers in the air, and then he's just giving it the up yours after afterwards as well. Oh, absolutely it was, outrageous! It was it was epic. So it was one good. of the old timers. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. I'm glad we've both got that on the list. That's it's good to see. Yeah, that's an iconic cool. moment. Um, what's your second one? Uh my number two. I've got. Uh, just being, it was uh, being at the 2015 Super Rugby final. Um, obviously, I was there to support the Hurricanes, 
and it sucked that we that the boys lost. <clears throat> but it was uh, that was just a pretty cool experience and got to see like like the likes of uh, Conrad and uh, Ma'anonu in the midfield together for the last time, sort of thing, in a, in a Canes jersey. Fuck, yeah. it was funny too. Actually, when when we were at that game, my younger brother Jake, he was um he was going for the Highlanders. He's a big Highlander supporter. We're in the we're in the train or the tram on the way home, and obviously we're there with like a whole heap of Hurricane supporters. Everyone's devastated, and he's like, to mum and dad, "Why is everyone so sad? Oh, we won. Go the go the Highlanders." And my old man is like a huge Kane supporter. He's like, "Shut up, shut up, be quiet." Fuck, it was so funny. It was so funny. He's easily a proud as punch being a little bastard. <laughs> Should have got a hiding. <laughs> Should have. Should have. You're number two, buddy. Yeah, I will just, sorry, I will just touch on that. I knew there was something, I, I was wondering why um, Mertz flipped off the bird, but uh, it came to me. I read a book about it, but I've just had to, had to fact check it. The Crusaders needed to win that game to make the semi finals. Um, and the Bulls were last on the table and uh, had only only won one game that season. And obviously with Merton's missed kick, um, conversion, they were losing and they needed to win. And Merton's obviously kicked it over. They made the semifinals uh, and then they've gone on and played the Reds in Queensland, beating them. And then they've um, beaten the Landers down at Carisbrook for the Super Rugby title. Anyway... Just had to that, clarify that. It doesn't that. really explain why he gave them the bird, though. Well, I think was it was food and stuff. He, I think he was probably copping a bit, but it was because I think um, he just obviously meant a bit, meant to, meant a bit to the boys. <laughs> meant a lot, clearly. Yeah. Um, how many have we got? One, two, three, four, five. Six. I've actually got seven, but I couldn't really narrow it down. But um, we don't want to hear all seven. <clears throat> don't know, don't know in any particular order here. I haven't really ordered them, but I've got Sam Whitelock's uh, sixty metre try in two thousand fifteen uh, against the Queensland Reds at uh, AMI Stadium. I'm not sure if you remember it. No, nah, definitely don't. Oh, mate, we'll have to clip it and put it alongside this. But it was one of the greatest yeah. individual tries you'll ever see. Just. He gets it about. He gets it on his own ten. Sort of like steps one guy and then just accelerates through this gap. Steps off his left, pins the ears. Sort of just like weaves past the winger, fends off the last guy. Gets tackled, reach up. Play. Oh, that is a beauty. It was a beauty. Um, it was a beauty. That was one of the great tries ever. It's a bit of an interesting what one, year? but it, that, 2015, so, 2015, no. last round of 2015. Crusaders had had a tough year. Um, in the Todd Blackett era, we had a couple of tough, tough losses in that era, but we didn't make the finals. That was the first time we hadn't made the finals, uh, in a long time. Yeah, wow. It was Richie and Dan Carter's last game for the Saders <clears throat> as well. Uh, yeah, but we lost. Yeah, we I've got you. missed out on the um, missed out on the playoffs by one point, which was a dagger. Yeah, that's a bit of a shit show. We Anyways. lost to the Rebels that year. <laughs> We lost to the Rebels, the Melbourne Rebels in Christchurch. We lost 20-12. I was there with Will Tucker and Tom Ziolo, and we had Dan Carter and Richie playing. I think Richie came off the bench, and we lost the Rebels, and we were there in the Tui stand, and we just thought, what the hell has just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fucking fair. That's but, horrific. So that, that's was a that was a highlight of the 2015 season anyway. You're number mm. three? 
Um, I'm actually, so I've, I did mine in like chronological order. My number three, not okay. necessarily super rugby, but it's the Blues beating the British and Irish Lions in the, when the British and Irish Lions were over here, obviously. Sonny Bill off that was, back to Ehi yeah, West. Ehi West. God, that was epic. I, I remember like, that game, I was fizzed. Even the, even the try Sonny got off the uh, pedal fitter missed penalty, bounce off the sticks. Sonny comes charging in, goes back off Jack Knoll. Sonny just and dives, plants on the ball, try time on half time. Uh, that that was epic. That was epic. Don't think I saw the Crusaders do that. Uh, we had a French referee who penalised us off the park. We should have been unbeaten. Um, was it unbeaten? It would have been close. I think that was the only game we maybe lost that year, and it was to the British Irish Lions. Just absurd. Referee blew us off the park. It was like twelve uh, nine or something. It was penalties. Um, ah, yeah, I think cold, I do remember that actually. Yeah, cold winter nights, shit game and, to watch in Christchurch. Yeah, it wasn't a great game. I went to the Hurricanes versus British and Irish Lions on that tour. Actually, that was a good game. It was thirty-two all in the yeah. end. It's a beauty. Wow. Respect sold out. Yeah, <sighs> midweeker, yeah, unreal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, Um, third for me, and obviously these are all more modern because of ones I've witnessed and had the jubilation to to be a part of. Um, but Mitch Hunt's drop goal versus the Highlanders in oh, 2017 uh, at Amy Stadium. That is one of the greatest Crusader moments in history. I was at a pub. We were at a pub. We are at Bailey's Pub. Bailey's Bar and Bistro. Is it Bailey's Bar and Bistro? No, that's Robbie's Bar and Bistro anyway. We are at Bailey's Pub and Christchurch and um, Chocker. And it looked like it's going to be a draw for all money. Boys had done like, I don't know how many phases it had been. They'd gone nowhere. And then I think I heard a story that White Crockett was like on the back of the ruck and he just like abused Hunty to do something with it. And he's just called for it and then hit it. It would have been like f- close to 50 on the angle of what yeah. he's hit it. And, and Sumo obviously did one of the great Super Rugby calls in history the way he... um way he called that, that was, oh, God, that was a great moment. So that's number three for me. Oh, third on the list. Yeah, that's that's an epic one. That, was, that kick was just like off the cuff. It was like out of nowhere. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Like ripped it. Just like, like, you say, it. like about 50. We'll have to, we might have to clip all these uh, all these moments in. Fuck, there's some, there's some goodies in there. That was a beauty, man. Um, I actually had one. Uh, the Chiefs, Tony Pulu's try for the Chiefs uh, against the Stormers. The boys, they went 100 metres, no ruck, and scored a try. But it wasn't like a one-man break. It was, was probably that, like six passes. Was that, was that Jimmy Lowe down the left edge? Was he involved? Was that the yeah. try he was involved with? Is yeah. that the one yeah. I'm thinking of? Yeah, that's the one you're thinking of. <laughs> I'm, it's disgusting that I can remember that a Chiefs try, but I just remember Jimmy Lowe like bouncing out and ripping through a couple of tackles down that left edge. Yeah, he ripped through a couple, then like threw an off offload. Damo comes in, and then Lowe comes back, and fucking some other cunt comes in, and then Tony Pulley finishes it off. It's that was it's outrageous to be try. honest. Yeah, James Lowe should have been an All Black. I think it was a disgrace that he wasn't. I know now he's one of the like to be fair, he's one of the best wingers in the world too. He will go down as an Irish Irish legend. Um, and I'm happy. Well, um, 
Him and Charles Piertel. Charles Piertel, 2015, he won like two men of the matches in the warm-up matches before the World Cup, and then they didn't pick him for the World Cup squad. They took Wysuck in a holo on a broken leg, and he was at the Witch Doctor, and he only played one game in the end. That was a disgrace. Anyway, yeah. don't <laughs> hold on to too many things. Um, number four for me, I have got... Well, it sort of doubles up as one moment because it's one guy, but it's two different games. Um, Seta Tamani Valu in 2017. Mm. What a player he was for the Crusaders. What an absolutely outstanding player he was. Uh, in the rematch to the, the game that Mitch Hunt's done the drop goal. Um, in fact, no, that was the second leg of it. The first leg was down at Forsyth Bar. And the Landers are pumping the Saders. Like, they're pumping them in the first half. I think they're up by like 25 to 30 points. The boys are like, what's going on here? Anyway, Crusaders League, one of the greatest comebacks ever, and Seta Timinivalu in the right-hand corner at Forsyth Bar does a one-hand put-down to win us the game. So that's that was just an absolute moment, one of the comebacks for the ages. Yeah. And But the main moment I'm thinking of is 2017 Grand Final at Alice Park in Joburg. Uh, the Lions are on the attack sort of early in the game. The ball sort of spits out of a ruck. Keza Reid scoops it up pops it off to Tamani Valley and he runs 60 metres on the fly to put the Saders in the grand final away from home in Africa. Get them up early. That oh, <clears> I just remember being um, hooped as, uh, falling sort of, you know, like sort of dozing as you do, like trying to stay awake. And then Seth just picked it up. And then I think I was at Steve Phillips' flat. And he's like, yeah, he just gets up and the boys are up. And Seth is in. It was unreal. What a man. Yeah. What a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, <clears throat> I think it's my fifth one. I just had obviously the 2021 Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Uh, obviously, Blues taking the win there. It just, it just has to be in there, mate. Wasn't, it wasn't, all, wasn't necessarily uh, glorified. It wasn't necessarily beautiful, but a chip is a chip for the boys. So that has to be in there. That's a horrific moment. They didn't <laughs> even play a final and it got binned, so they won. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're at the top, isn't it? You get the they were at the top man. with the. They won on points differential. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you score more points, isn't it? Because <laughs> you probably had a weaker draw to start. That. Oh, that's so, a horrific moment. What happens when you're the best, bud? <laughs> oh, yeah, it just oh, has to be in there. Like, just has to be, respectfully. Oh, okay. I've got. I've got. Um, I've got one more, and then I've got two honourable mentions. Um. I have got this one happened against the Crusaders. I just think it's an iconic moment. Uh, the Blues, 2003 season, the down in Christchurch, at the, the, the almighty Jade Stadium when the castle was still in the corner. Oh, geez, I missed that castle. That four, it was epic. Um, the Blues are already winning. They can kick it out and they've won the game. Time's up and they... Attack, Spencer flings it off to road Joe Rocafoco. He just like whips through like half the whole of Crusaders. Yeah. Back to Carlos. Could have scored it under the sticks. Doesn't. <clears throat> jogs slightly and then walks like the last 15 with a real arrogant sort of strut. Teammates yeah. around him like Dougie Howlett, Joe Rocafoco, all the boys are gathering around him. Walks right into the corner. Puts it down. And now my facts aren't great here. I think he put it down then... I don't know if he did the the like the get it up you or fuck mm. you to the fans then or whether or not um can't remember off the top of my head, but then he obviously 
lined up the kick from as far away as it could be on the sideline. Pretty sure he did it after the kick, and then he slotted the kick conversion, and then just gave it to them. That's that's yeah. that's like a bit of swagger. That was that's all good. I pre- I appreciate I, that. Yeah, I watched that as well. I watched it yesterday. I think that try was fucking epic. It, he he walks in the like I say he walks in the corner, and I reckon there's about six or seven blues boys just all around him, and he's just walking, just standing there around the corner, waiting for a crusader's fellow to come close so he can just put the ball. Does out. he um? Does he do the... I think it is after the kick. I don't remember seeing him do it after the try. Okay, yeah. Well, that's just an absolute... Would, yeah. It's a statement piece. Yeah, it is. It's a 100-meter it try. Yeah. And what, he, he fucking... He almost threw the ball into the sticks when he threw that pass. Yeah. It was just... It was just wild. Yeah. It's good, like, it's good yeah. footy, but... God, I didn't need to do it against the boys. Couldn't have done um, it against anyone better. And that was the last time the Blues won an actual Super Rugby title, wasn't it? 2003. <clears throat> oh, potentially. I believe it was. I believe um, it was. Well, Trans-Tasman, that counts. So, Other than Trans-Tasman, that was yeah, the last one. Anyway, I've got a couple of honourable mentions here I thought just needed to be put on there. Yeah. Um, first honourable mention, I've got the Crusaders beating the Waratahs uh, 96-12. Um, in 2002 um, and if you watch those highlights of that game it's like a training run the boys ripped them to pieces um, Razor Ray actually got a double in that game well deserved oh sorry it was 96-19 I'll correct myself back in 2002 um, and it was 63-0 at half time 63-0 at half time fucking hell <clears throat> Which is just absurd, isn't it? Imagine, yeah, that's... even if you're like, if you score forty points and a half, it's like, geez, boys are going at a point a minute. That's outrageous. That's another twenty-three points on top of that. Oh, that's fucking hell! How many tackles? Are... I'd hate to see the tackle stats in there. It'd have to be more just... missed tackles than tackles made, probably. Surely. And just to put it in perspective, um. Of how much, like how unforeseen that win was going to be, the um, Waratahs finished second that year on the table. Wow! They only lost three games, and that was one of them. They finished second. The Crusaders—that was the only unbeaten season um, in Super Rugby history, potentially. Oh, I think maybe, but for the Crusaders anyway, Super Rugby yeah. unbeaten that season. They've beaten the beaten the second place team. 96-19. Yeah, that's fucking... That's ridiculous. What on earth? You have to wonder what on earth is just going on there, eh? For the Tars. So, and this is what's happened. So, the Crusaders finished number one with their points differential. Their points differential was plus 205. The Brumbies in third, their points differential was plus 144. The Landers in fourth, their points differential was 122. The Waratahs have finished second. Because of that, uh, their points differential is plus 53. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no surprise. When they lose like eighty, they would have lost like seventy points off one game. Oh god, that's a dagger. And then my yeah. um, other honourable mention is the two thousand fifteen Super Rugby final. Um, the Highlanders winning that twenty one fourteen at Westpac Stadium against the Canes and Bodie. Uh, mine oh, yeah, is Marty Banks. 
Marty Banks, no, Marty Banks dropped goal to put them up by seven with about four to play, three to play. Really yeah. iced it. Just iced man. Yeah, he, he did. Was, yeah. He's never been that. He's never been the guy. He was the guy for Tasman for a couple of years where he's like, um, he was just couldn't, everything he touched turned to goal. But just a club sort of battler, NBC sort of battler, super rugby title on the line, and he just ices a drop. He put them up by seven away from home. And one of the greatest super rugby yeah. finals ever. I think it was, what a moment. Yeah, that was pretty. That's pretty special. I've actually I, now that since you brought up on all mentions, I've got two. Uh, one would just be if you're in Dunedin and you're going to the game, you've got to be in the zoo. Being in the zoo, hoot with a whole bunch of other uni students, is epic. I don't think there's another atmosphere in Super Rugby like it. So that deserves a mention. And then my last honourable mention is the 2011 Super Rugby final. Uh, when the Reds beat the That's disgusting. You can't say that. Uh, absolute unreal performance from Digby Yuani, Will Guinea, and Quade Cooper. Obviously a tough season for the Crusaders because they couldn't have a home game and they fucked it outstanding. But... Uh, Who puts that in there? That was, that, an epic, just... that was an epic final from the Reds. That... Try honestly lives rent free in my head, like, and you can ask any young kid who's watching Crusaders that year. Oh, can't fault to Lee. He just he went for an ankle tap instead of a, a full on tackle one. Yeah, and he just ran away the whole yeah, way. Well, Guinea's gone. Yeah, he yeah, can't fault to Lee. He's actually he's a great man. Actually, he coached me for one or two bees a couple of years ago. Um, I'm glad I didn't get too hooped and ask him why I didn't attempt to win tackle in 2011, uh, 2011 uh, Super Rugby final. I'm glad I've, I'm glad I've buried that moment. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, okay. Well, I've got. All right, I'll pro- if you're going to throw that horrific thing in there, I'll throw one more in there. On that season, Crusaders obviously no home game. They've had the, they've mm. taken a game to Twickenham. They've played the Sharks at Twickenham. And Sean Maitland has ripped up. He scored like a, a 50 metre beauty, uh, just pure pace, and he scored in the left corner. And the boys have got the job done and twicking him away from home. Unbelievable. But yeah, that, that'll do me. That's only, that's only, you know, tip of the iceberg. Yeah, right. Some good moments, though. Some fantastic moments in there. Mine are definitely better than yours. <clears throat> we'll leave that to the listeners, though. Definitely better. Definitely better. Hey, that's fine, bud. You, whatever you think, mate, that's your own opinion. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon the listeners will agree that my five are undoubtedly a lot better. You've put a blue Super Rugby Pacific title in there when there was no final. I tell you what, we have we have quite a few listeners from Christchurch, so. There's already a bias straight away. Plus, I've gone and put the Blues winning a Trans-Tasman title in there, and then I've gone and put Crusaders losing uh, a Super Rugby final. So, I can't see them going down well with, with that crowd of people, and that's fine. I couldn't really care less. That's fair enough as well. Uh, you got to do what you got to do, but it's, I completely disagree. Completely disagree. But yeah, you know what? Looking forward to first round of Super Rugby this week. I think I've got a. I think I've got to buy a um, Europe watching footy in Europe when it's not. I think when it's not France, it's actually quite hard to yeah. watch games. 
and even struggle to get like URC. Mm. Um, I mean, you can you can stream it, but I just get fucking frustrated when the thing just pauses and shit. So you have to. I think I was going to buy the URC sort of package, which is annoying, but you get all the URC games for the last couple of rounds. Um, right. But I think I've got to buy a Super Rugby Investec pass or something to watch it in Europe. Fucking right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably just be streaming it, I'd say. That'll be the avenue I'll go down. Oh, I just hate it. I just hate it. If, my, if I want to watch my Crusaders, I need to have a consistent stream and it'll just frustrate me. So I'm going yeah, to have to right. have a look at that. Yeah. Wow, that's fair enough. I say, got to do what you got to do. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. Mm. Saders to beat the Chiefs in, in uh, Hamilton. Yeah, round one. First game of the round, that'll be a goodie. That will be a great one. Did you want to touch on anything else, buddy? Or Nah, that's all that, that'll probably do me for the week, I think. Yeah, no dramas. No dramas. We've got, a guess for ne- have we got a guest lined up next week? Yes, we do, actually. Uh, are going to reveal Matt. it on here? You... Oh, I may as well reveal it. We've got Alex Nankerville, we'll great up. man, jumping on next week for us. So that'll be, that'll be bloody good. Now playing for Munster, living in Ireland. Good man. Alex. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's, that'll be a good episode. Actually, he's a Chiefs man, so um, that'll be interesting. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt he'll be watching that game and uh, hoping the Crusaders Yeah, he will lose. be. We'll be able to, we'll be able to um, debrief that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we be, can debrief that. Great, actually. I wonder if we can debrief the 2023 Super Rugby Final or if that's still... I might have to might have to treat a bit easy. <laughs> yeah, they, they would have, <clears throat> I wouldn't be going there if I was you. Oh, I'll try my luck, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Alrighty. Nah, sounds that good, sounds man. Sounds good, buddy. Mm. Look forward mm. to next week. Yeah, likewise. Uh yeah, too good. Righto. Bye. Righto. Look after yourself, eh? See you. I'll try.